now boarding. Hello, and welcome to the Terror and Travel Show, a podcast where we tell you a hometown horror story. <laughs> and then on normal days, we outline how you can visit this region and experience parts of the story for yourself. But not today, my friends. My name, though, is still Blair Allison. And my name is Eric Nenoshwan. And today, the reason we're not jumping into any travel is that this phenomena is supposedly worldwide, baby. I'm so excited for this. I'm completely in the dark. I don't know what we're doing. The last time we did an episode like this was Vanishing Towns when I <laughs> That ruined my life. I severely fucked you up and I fully intend for you to seek your revenge today. I I tried, but <laughs> we'll see how well I did. It's supposed to storm later, so I'm already going to be Ooh. freaked out. Okay. Well, without further ado, Blair. Yes. 10-year-old you is having her absolute favorite dream. You are fighting alongside the superheroes you look up to the most. Attractive defender seafarer's son and her squad of beautiful, powerful seafarer soldiers. Or, if we're not afraid of getting sued, it's Sailor Moon and the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> there uh, we go. <laughs> Throw Marnie Cromwell in there too while you're at it. We're all together. Y'all yeah, yeah. are staring down an evil sorceress queen from space and have been oh, throwing yeah. the fuck down on this rooftop. Now, this baddie is strong, and even with your combined powers, you're only just managing to hold her back. But you, focusing all of your pretty guardian energy into one attack, you just let it fly and it hits the villain hard in the chest and sends her flying back, crashing into another nearby skyscraper and putting massive cracks into its concrete. Oh, fuck yeah. Your teammates cheer and it looks like you dealt a nearly critical blow, and you're feeling pretty chuffed. You hug and high-five the other scouts, and then turn back to the villain. She's still there, but you notice that right next to where she hit, there's a window. It's just looking into an office building. And through the window, you see a man not reacting at all to the fact that a child has just blasted someone clearly using magic into his building's floor. But maybe that's not strange. This is a dream. But he's standing so still. And from this far away, the only thing you can discern is the shape of a wide-brimmed hat on his head. Oh. You can't seem to look away from him, your body becoming stock still. It's only when Sailor Moon says, Blair, let's work together to finish her off, that you're yeah. able to look back. But now behind all of your friends, you see the same figure. <sighs> Gone from the window, he has no distinct features. You see the shape of a face, the defined outline of a hat, and what looks like a coat. What you couldn't tell from far away, but you can tell now, is that this man is tall. Taller than any person you've ever seen. And He's t even taller than Sailor Jupiter? Yeah. Because like, she's really tall. 6'7", six, 6'10". Six, 
Ooh. We're talking basketball player hype. We're talking Shaquille O'Neal. We're Yao Ming in it over We're here. We're Yao Minging it over here. Truly. And again, he's completely still, but there's a sense of movement off of him because you can now discern that his body is made entirely out of roiling darkness that almost seems like smoke. But now, by his side, he has several other men with him all with indistinct features, but the same imposing height. There are no hats resting on their heads. You can tell somehow that he is the leader. Yeah, he's got a hat. He's got a hat. Usagi Is it the big boy hat, like from The Haunting of Hill House? It's, it's, yes. We'll get into it. It's either, it's either a fedora or a top hat. But I'm so glad that you brought up The Haunting of Hill House, because, uh, this... Apparition was apparently the inspiration for the design of that uh, character. Oh, I, it's the, 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 big, the big boy hat still mm-hmm. just haunts me to this day. It's horrifying. And he's not like the Babadook, which, you know, is a gay icon, so <laughs> it's just <laughs> an outline. <laughs> Happy Pride is less frightening. Um, but Usagi looks at you and goes, Blair? And as she does, the shadow man raises his hand and points at you. With an unearthly speed and dexterity, they grab the scouts and squeeze them, choking the breath out of their chest. It seems as if more and more of them are appearing out of the darkness and coming after you. But all the while, the man with the hat stays entirely still. You're sprinting away, feeling as if you're running out of breath, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, trying to get away. But more and more shadow men keep appearing from all sides. You can feel them just grasping at the back of your shirt, their cold breath on your neck. (sighs) You're running up to a large gap between buildings, and you think you can make it, so you jump. And time stands still. Once again, their leader appears now on the rooftop you are trying to reach. You see a glint of red in his featureless face. Just shy of the other ledge, you begin falling. Oh. Down, down, down. And then you wake up. Your eyes suddenly wide. You want to sit up, but you can't. You can't move any part of your body. You're laying on your side with your head propped up on a pillow, slightly elevated. In front of you, yet another episode of the Sailor Moon Marathon you fell asleep watching is just wrapping up. Almost nightly. The TV sitting on your dresser, casting bright pastel lights over your bed sheets, And there's a clock on the dresser as well. The middle of the night. Just about 3 a.m. Next to that whole setup is your door. The door, which is ajar just a little bit more than you remember it being when you fell asleep. The door through which eyes are now staring at you. Fuck me up. (laughs) The faintest pinprick of hellish red light. You realize you aren't breathing. You try to take a breath, but it's as if you don't have the strength to, or as if your breath is being taken from you. You feel as if your stomach has just plummeted as you now find you can't look away from that gaze until ever so slowly it begins to recede away 
behind one side of the door frame as if it's hiding from you. You can't see it at all. But then, at the foot of your bed, you see the brim of a hat rising up. God, no! Followed by those eyes that continue up and up and up. The figure stands over you, no features except the shape of a face, his hat, and some kind of coat or cloak, and his unnatural height. He begins to lean over you until all you see are his eyes. You are face to face with the Shadow Hat Man. So Blair. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the homie. Uh, all right then. <laughs> Thoughts, Shh, feelings, I can't concerns. breathe. Does this remind you of anything? Oh, I can't. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what's he called again? The Shadow Hat Man. The Shadow Hat Man. Yes, uh, he's ringing true. The big boy hat from Hill House, like we mm-hmm. said. Obviously, I don't know what our Freddy Krueger count is on <laughs> on this podcast. It's pretty high at now, this point. Now, audience, I have watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and it was entirely my shit. So I have context for the Freddy Krueger vibes. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, he's coming after me in my dream. We had this intense... Ferris Bueller's Day Off moment where I'm jumping from the roof and then he just goes and like Looney Tunes I just fall straight to the ground oh oh the the receding from the door and then but then he's at the foot of my bed I hated that a lot yeah I I hated writing that (laughs) so this is the shadow hat man which supposedly is a worldwide phenomena dating back like several decades where people from all over the world are said to have seen this exact silhouette of a shadow figure, kind of watching them sometimes when they go to sleep, sometimes during the day. Yikes. Do you have any experience with shadow people or do you know anything about them? Because I was trying to do some like research to get context for this and I was struggling. Yeah, I know that shadow people in a sense and i don't know that much as well but in a sense shadow people are different from ghosts yes in the way that they are you can't really differentiate what kind of energy they are like they're not necessarily a person who has passed on it's just like this weird energy this weird ominous energy that you can see yeah that is kind of the overall assessment that i received of it as well there you there were shadow people in uh there was a house that my family lived in for a few years and there were shadow people there what did they do uh like they kind of kept a routine like in this house the living room was kind of big and there was a there was a big mirror over the fireplace and my parents Mm -hmm. would be sitting watching tv at night and the stairs going up or right behind the couch, and then the hallway was parallel, just going down the bedrooms. And they would look into the mirror at night, and they would just see, like, the shadow person walking down the bedrooms. Interesting. And I saw it, um, I saw it one night, it was, like, bent over my TV, and then my dad would see it at night, too, like, peeking around the bedroom door, basically mm-hmm. what you said. Yeah. Oh, shit, did the, did the shadow hat man live in that house? Maybe, but there there is like a subclass of shadow people called peekers, which is exactly what it sounds like, is they just kind of watch you from behind door frames. Okay, so there were peekers at that house. Definitely. And it, like, we'll get into this later. We'll also be circling back around to Freddy Krueger. But 
kind of the explanations that I saw most often touted were, you know, they're ghosts maybe, like we said, but, you know, they don't feel like ghost-like energy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever experienced it before, but w- what it sounds like to me, it doesn't sound like ghosts. Interdimensional beings, like you're seeing into another reality where other people are existing in the same space. Oh, man. Or, you know, they could also be demons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like the interdimensional possibility. Yeah, that's what I think is the most interesting as well. But hopping into, you know, explanatory portions, we'll also be getting into some lore, some more lore later on. But the most common explanation for people, the most common explanation for people seeing the Shadow Hat Man and Shadow People in general is sleep paralysis. General explanation of sleep paralysis, if you're not educated, this is very brief. I am not educated on this as well. But each night when we sleep, we hit different stages of the overall sleep cycle. When we hit the deepest level of slumber we can achieve where dreaming happens, that is the REM stage of sleep. When a sleeping individual begins REM or rapid eye movement sleep, the body essentially paralyzes itself by relaxing all of its muscles in order to keep you from acting out your dreams. Sleep paralysis occurs when you wake up before your brain has had a chance to transition out of that state of unconsciousness. So your muscles are just too relaxed for you to move. But your brain is kind of existing half in this dream state still, half in the waking world. Um, and so it's, it's very common for people to see shadows moving, have different images carry over from their dreams, etc. Sleep paralysis is exceptionally common with just under 10% of people experiencing it regularly and up to 40% of people experiencing it like a few times throughout their life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? I haven't. I have many friends who have. I also think I may, my sleep cycle is just fucked up. I like thrash around during my sleep. <laughs> I probably need to go see a sleep doctor. <laughs> what about you? Maybe. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? It happened once uh, and 10 out of 10 do not recommend. <laughs> Solid 0 out of 10 experience. It's it was very scary. Sounds I bad. felt something crawling up my body on either side of me. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that. no thank you. That's bad news bears. I finally broke out of it just like, yeah, and it was terrible. No, <laughs> it sounds awful, and I, I don't, I already have enough of a difficult time with my waking brain. I don't need my dream brain <laughs> to be kind of like tapping in at some point to fuck me up even more. Here's more trauma. Merry Christmas, Eric. <laughs> but, like, so when you guys experienced the shadow people in your house, what was the vibe that you got off of them? Was there kind of an energy, malevolent or neutral or benevolent? It depends on the person mm-hmm. that experienced it. Like, I was never really scared of them. My parents were never really scared of them. I don't know about my brother, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure he was experiencing stuff. Um, my childhood best friend from minnesota would come and stay with us sometimes and she had some really scary experiences with them told me about this a long time ago well it mostly happened just this one night and like i knew she was pretty scared of this this one night she would just have all these weird experiences like there were her guitar strings would start playing at one point no she heard what she thought was a baby crying outside of her bedroom but what i remember scared her the most was that she was she kind of settled down and she had almost got herself asleep when she felt hands on her and Mm. something shook her awake Mm -mm. and she didn't i I played a prank on her like the next day or a couple days after that like being like (laughs) oh the ghosts did that and she was like she had never been so mad at me before classic blair (laughs) this is when we were like 12 or 13 so just like 
starting to get like real pissy with each other. Mm-hmm. Then she finally told me what happened. And then she ended up sleeping in my room the rest of the summer. She was like, no, I'm not going to be alone by myself. A valid choice. And I respect her for that. As, as with those experiences as well, with the shadow hat man, what's interesting to me, but perhaps not surprising kind of going off of what you were just saying about the, the delineation between the energies that you felt is that there's a hard delineation between the reactions people have to the shadow man there's a camp of people who believe at their very core that he's an evil entity and this camp includes dogs so if that makes your decision any easier on who you're gonna trust (laughs) when people of this belief see him they get this deep sense of dread in their chest and have trouble breathing there are many common descriptions of kind of like what your friend experienced like someone on their chest normally choking them this also you know calls back to the boo hags of Golagichi culture, which we did oh, a few yeah. episodes ago. Uh, the people who are the most afraid of him seem to be the most susceptible to this sleep paralysis effect. And I think they're also people who are most often uh, the ones who experience attacks from the Shadow Man's accomplices or feel that he chases them in their dreams. That's why it happened to her, because she was the one that was scared of it. Oh, shit. Yeah, your family isn't that afraid of paranormal entities. We're just not phased by any of it anymore. (laughs) So yeah, the Shadow Hat Man won't usually physically harm the sleeper, but sometimes he comes with two or more accomplices, each of them hatless, and it's, like I said, clear that he is the leader, and he will sometimes direct them to attack the sleeper. Fucking Hatman Mafia, what the hell? Truly. I mean, with with the duster coats or the suits as well, come on. So yeah, uh, when this when this happens, the victim describes being smothered or choked to death. Just girly things. Just girly things. Just hot girl shit. <laughs> However, there's a parallel group who's had a polar opposite experience. The Shadow Man will appear to them. Mostly these are like peekers, peeking around doorways, hiding in the shadows, or just standing at the end of their bed. And when they see him, they describe their encounter as feeling this kind of sense of shock and awe. Not a malevolent presence, just one that is beyond their understanding. Uh He seems to simply just be observing those he watches. Sometimes it even seems like he's looking out for those he watches, asking them things like, do you want some water? (laughs) I saw one, uh, one post that said that, and I found it very funny. It could be almost argued that he's, you know, keeping an eye on these people and helping them out. But like I said, people will see him out and about as well during the daytime. It's not just a sleep paralysis event for many people like as they're preparing to go to work in the morning they'll see a dark figure far down their street impossibly tall and when they look back it'll be gone some people will be out with friends and see him in an alley or following behind them some will see him in their house in broad daylight just as they're walking around that's what scares me Mm -hmm. is seeing him in broad daylight knowing like this is not a result of sleep this is not a something that has slipped out from a dream like i am seeing this am i am i completely losing it or is this something that's following me i would have the exact same mental processes in that instant i would probably just try hard to forget it i already hear voices in my head and have ghosts following me around so like (laughs) seeing it would be a completely different story I don't need more. I just have the voices in my head that speak to me on the daily. (laughs) (sighs) But uh, yeah, so like a commonality between the many stories that I've heard of the Hat Man is that he normally appears when someone is in pain or turmoil. 
In many of the stories surrounding the Shadow Hat Man, the teller imparts that they were going through a time of particular personal adversity, whether it be moving to a new area, familial strife, or death in the family, abusive relationships, getting over an illness, going through a near-death experience, the list goes on. Wow. Yeah, and all, which, you know, ties back to the Hill House thing where that guy was recovering from addiction, right? Yeah, he was yeah, he was in recovery. Yeah. But he had seen the man all through his childhood in the Hill House or all through the time in Hill House and it kinda just like followed him around throughout his life. Which is actually I, I this that's a point that I don't think I have written down. If you see him I, I didn't see a lot of accounts where people would see him first as an adult. It was mostly that they would either see him as a child, and it was only during their childhood that they saw him, or they would see him as a child, and he would keep appearing throughout their life every, like, number of years. That's so... I don't even know how to feel about that. He's just visiting. Is he visiting? Is he he a guardian checking in, or is he just there to fuck you up? Who knows? But... These, I mean, all of those events in someone's life are scenarios in which it wouldn't be uncommon for the individual's sleep patterns to be disrupted. Uh-huh. And beyond appearing in dreams and during times uh, when someone is drifting off to sleep, as well as during the day, he also, like, I read quite a few of these stories, and I would say of the stories I would have read about 60 to 75 percent of them occurred when someone was occupied with someone else really most common when they're watching tv or playing video games it's it's very much like they're watching something and then out of the corner of their eye in another room they'll turn and see him oh okay got you mm-hmm. something something that i never saw mentioned was no one ever sees him when they're reading so if you don't want to see the Shadow Hat Man, get a library card. Do some reading. Books are truly your best friend. Keep your house well stocked. Knowledge is a talisman of protection against the Shadow <laughs> Hat Man. Truly is power. Of the Shadow Hat Man figure himself, do you feel like he's male- malevolent or benevolent? Mm-hmm. I feel like he almost falls in the middle. Like for it's it's it like you're saying with your friend, it almost is whoever However the person reacts to him. Yeah, whoever, however they perceive him. Yeah, mm. he seems just like a one big gray area of an entity. Absolutely. Some A, a, a non-binary entity, if you will. <laughs> Not on the benevolent, male- malevolent scale. We're really filling out the roster of LGBT plus uh, paranormal allies with the Babadook, the Shadow Hat Man... We love it. Who else did we have? The Jersey Devil and the, and the Headless Pirate, of oh, course. Yes. And again, at time of recording, happy pride. Absolutely. But yeah, so the paranormal theories about the Shadow Hat Man really range the spectrum. Some, like we said, view him as an interdimensional being caught between spaces, maybe. Others as an alien or maybe even a secret service agent using powers to monitor us. I think the most commonly held belief is that uh, he's a demon or a malevolent spirit. I saw one person postulate that he might be Odin, the Allfather, because in mythology, when Odin visits Midgard and visits humans, he is said to wear a wide-brimmed hat and a traveling cloak. I Uh, didn't know that! Oh my god, well, I don't know much about Norse mythology anyway, but 
It could just be Odin checking in, Papa Odin? Yeah, Big Papa. That is actually quite soothing. Odin is also exists in a very morally gray area. He's not a very chill dude. I mean, he's compared to Zeus, so... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I believe that I... And this is something that I am throwing into the ring. I feel like I've also heard descriptions of death being described as wearing a cloak with a wide-brimmed hat. But when, like, Google searching that, it only brought me back to images of the Shadow Man. Shadow Hat Man. So I think that might be something that I just picked up in some book and then it just got planted in my mind. But Well, it seems like no theory is wrong because there's such a wide array of them. The one I hate the most that you said is the... That it's an FBI agent checking in. Like, remember back in, like, 2017, 2018, when those memes were, like, the FBI agent watching you through your screen? Yes, And how they yes, become, yes. like, kind of your friend in a way? That reminds me of that, but it seems so much more invasive. Oh, yeah, Because they're absolutely. astral projecting somehow into your home, into your life, and, like, physically watching you even when you don't have your phone in your hand and this was i just threw that in there it was one post i saw on reddit that postulated that but i think it's also creepy any other theory except that one (laughs) valid i respect that so yeah i mean the question remains should we fear the shadow hat man is he an ill omen or a specter of death like I said, you know, he appears during times of turmoil some people also believe that he may denote coming trauma and he may be a an ill omen of what's to come in your life but some relate him to the phenomena of sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome which is a blanket term covering the instances in which a person will pass away in their sleep without any real external or noticeable cause I didn't get to get super deep into this, but if you want to learn more about this phenomena, I would highly recommend reading the... (laughs) We're plugging academic papers on this podcast, (laughs) y'all. The academic paper, Sudden Unexplained Nocturnal Death Syndrome, The Hundred Years Enigma, by Jingjing Zhang, Da Zhang, Terry Su, and Jia Ding Cheng. But for our purposes, it brings us nicely back around to the master of unexplained nocturnal death, Freddy Krueger. I was just going to ask when we were going to circle back to him. Falling in line with the sleep paralysis theory, some believe that the Shadow Hat Man is just a broad, cross-cultural, subconscious recollection of Freddy Krueger. And I would kind of buy this theory. He seems more ancient than that, though. He does, but the description of the Shadow Hat Man sounds like how Freddy Krueger's recontextualized, or the entity is kind of redesigned for the new nightmare. Because he has his hat is more wide-brimmed, he's wearing that cloak all the time. He's, but yeah, he's so. not he's not this fictional being, he's an he's a very ancient, like evil entity that yes, has yes, attached yes. himself to the name Krueger. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you you saw it more recently than I did. Uh, that that is correct. Yeah, he's, he's not Freddy Krueger. He's this entity that's taking on the shape of Freddy Krueger, which actually ties really well into what we're about to talk about. So uh, there's a lot of like, I saw, my dad saw this stories on Reddit and stuff, but the oldest personal account I saw was shared by someone who was just over 40 years old, which would have made them a very young child during the period where the Elm Street films were released. And obviously okay. they held a significant cultural presence for many decades after that. The fact that there aren't stories from anyone over 40 could just be an indicator of maybe, like, 
lessened computer literacy in older generations. And I don't know how well the Elm Street legacy has been passed along to like the Zoomer generation. Um, regardless of that, there are, you know, supposedly preteens and teenagers active in the Reddit thread claiming that they've seen the Hat Man. I'm wondering if they could be influenced by the Elm Street reboots imagery. Could those, because I mean, there are people uh, between those the children and the 40 plus year olds as well. I'm wondering if they could have been influenced uh, by Freddy versus Jason in the early 2000s, kind of supplementing Freddy's influence for the adjoining generation. But, you know, obviously moving in and out of dreams is very much Kruger style. Very much so. You know what he could be? What? Tell me. A tulpa. That okay? Yes, we're get. I was gonna get to that. I I couldn't. Okay, I'm sorry. I just got so excited no, when I, that came into my head. No, no, no. That I think we were literally right there. So yeah, I I think he sounds like a tulpa as well. And so what I was gonna say is, back in the '80s, the way images were spread is not like the way images were spread now. Freddy Krueger was a massive pop culture figure for many many years. Like I saw him massive. being on talk shows and stuff. Um, yeah, like, they even had a funeral for him after one of the movies. Yeah, so like when you're inundated by an image that much, there's no way it doesn't slip into your subconscious. And so, so many of the depictions of the Shadow Hat Man look like the very iconic like silhouette of Freddy Krueger when he comes out from behind like a wall and he's in a, a kind of a fog and you really only see the hat in his body. You don't yeah. see the hand. He's just been thought into existence. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Existence. Would you buy That's that? That's extremely plausible. It makes a ton of sense, especially since the earliest recorded reports of the Shadow Hat Man are from around that time, like you've been saying. But I, I don't know. Like he, I keep going back. He just seems a lot more ancient to me. No, and I agree with that. I kind of think that it is kind of like a tulpa. I think, you know, shadow people exist in so many different cultures worldwide. I think that this is a specific kind of tulpa digression of that where the Freddy Krueger imagery is being applied onto a shadow figure. Oh, possibly. But who knows? Also, previous accounts, there is a website on the internet as early as 2008 called the Shadow Hat Man Project dedicated to collecting different testimonials from people who have seen the Hat Man. By using uh, the Wayback Machine, I was able to find copies of the 2008 page, and on the front page, the owner describes his first encounter with the Hat Man, happening in 1994 when he was 14, so he would have been like four when the first Nightmare on Elm Street film came out, so that wow. definitely probably seeped into his conscious to for some sure. extent. The Reddit board for the Hat Man only seems to go back about five years, with the majority of the posts being in the past two years, but... Boy, howdy, in the past two years, have people just popped off on that Reddit board. Oh my god, you gotta send me the link, because I'm gonna probably fall down that rabbit hole. It's like fully every day someone is posting something about the Shadow Hat Man. Whoa! Uh, I don't know if, like, maybe there were older posts from around the four to five year period that got deleted. I don't really know how Reddit works. Um, but there are exceptionally few of them back then. Uh, but it seems like the earliest public discussion of Shadow People and the Shadow Hat Man that we can pinpoint is an episode of Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell from May 31st, 2001, which I think was honestly my first experience with consuming, like, paranormal talk shows and literature. 
Uh, we used to, my mom and I used to listen to this when we would drive home from my tr- Christian youth group. Which, oh, that's sweet. If that's not an example of the hard delineations of my life, I don't know what is. <laughs> that aired on May 31st, 2001, and it seemed like a jumping off point for many different people getting reinvested in this, coming back to it, and creating a broad public discussion about it. And realizing that this experience that they had once or maybe throughout their life was not just them and other people were having this experience as well. Absolutely. Collecting these personal accounts and seeing the commonalities between them. That's extremely comforting when that happens. (laughs) Definitely. And I think this broadcast was probably really important because all of the wiki pages or Wikipedia pages which discuss Shadow People specifically mention this broadcast. But, you know, just wrapping up, like, Shadow people do feature in many different mythologies around the world, even if they aren't specifically referencing the Shadow Hat Man. I'm going to quote from an article called Why Everyone Around the World is Having the Same Nightmare by Corinne Pertil. I'm so sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, in a publication called Quartz, tales of such evil spirits come from ancient Assyria and Greece. Among the Canadian Inuit, the word... I'm going to spell it because I'm not going to pronounce it well. U-Q-U-M-A-N-G-I-R-N-I-Q. Described this awake but paralyzed feeling. In Japan, Kanashibari is is another entity that stalks you in your sleep. Folklore from Newfoundland described an old hag who sits upon your chest and, you know, sucks your breath out. And the article goes on to cite Sherry Adler, who's a medical anthropologist at uh, UCSF. The entity has stalked human beings throughout history, not merely within a particular society or during a specific time period. The appearance of these figures that the people saw in these frightening episodes, if they saw anything at all, did vary across cultures, but the fear was always the same. And so this is where we get back to the Tulpa thing. Like we said, I do think that since... Freddy Krueger was such a prominent pop culture figure that during this period, maybe all of these kids subconsciously recognized that very iconic silhouette and envisioned it when they were stuck in this period between between dreaming and waking. Yeah, because entities and deities and that sort of thing, they they will take on the form that mm-hmm. you will accept. Yes, and Freddy like Krueger was up, definitely something people were willing to accept. Absolutely, just like like say Merlin uh-huh. is wanting to sh- is showing up for you in visions or whatever. He's likely not going to show up as like the classical Merlin in the long suit and robes, yeah, Dumbledore looking ass mm-hmm. man. He'll show up like for some people he'll show up as an owl or a cat or something in a way that you will will accept, yes. knowing that he's there. And so it sounds like the Shadow Hat Man. So, uh, such as we have named this entity, mm-hmm. that's kind of how Americans perceive Yes, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the specificity of most of these accounts coming from the US and the UK kind of really nods to Freddy Krueger in that way. Oh, this is know. wild, man. It, isn't it? But, I mean, what kind of throws me through a loop, I, I think it, it, again, ties back to that iconic image of him silhouetted in fog where you can't really see the hand. Yeah. But none of the other characteristics of Freddy Krueger are exemplified besides the hat. There's no glove. The clothes The clothes are most often described as, like, mid-19th century to early 20th century suits or duster jackets, not like huh. a 
sweater. Some people, like we said before, even say he wears a top hat instead of a fedora. I would additionally say that the stories in which the shadow hat man appears to a person who is awake broadly far outweighs the shadow man appearing in dreams or when someone is just coming out of REM sleep. That honestly kind of brings us to the end. Do you have any final thoughts or feelings? I, I'm settled to on the fact that he is... It almost seems like he's a har- a messenger for someone else, like a more higher deity oh. or something. Like they are sending him to give a message either of comfort or either of warning. And then he's got these minions who work for him. I, I would fully buy into that. Uh, kind of an adjacent theory that I saw. Or it he's was, Odin. Who knows? Or he's Odin. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. That old bastard. Um, but... This isn't even a theory. It was literally just a meme that I saw. But it was like, it just said what dreaming feels like. And then it's the, it's from Rick and Morty where uh, Rick is like grabbing a wall and then he pulls the paper of the wall back. And then in this meme, it's the shadow hat man behind um, (laughs) the paper. So like the, the idea that the shadow hat man is controlling your dreams or is kind of observing your dreams and is just kind of behind the curtain as it were. Yo! But, you know, who is the Shadow Hat Man? Is he an entity from beyond our dimension or reality? A dark spirit bent on torturing humans? An external observer watching us as we sleep? Or simply a neurological trick stemming from sleep paralysis that people have been experiencing for centuries? Whatever he is, you can find him on the border of sleep and wakefulness, sitting in the shadows of your dreams, and ever watchful. They say that's where Peter Pan lives, too. Wait. What if the Shadow Hat Man is Peter Pan? Wait a minute, because in the in the <laughs> original J.M. Barry book, there's a quote that's something along the lines of, in that, in that state between awake and asleep, that's where I'll always be. That's where I'll, where I'll always love you. I'm so impressed that you can uh, quote the OG Peter Pan text. What if um, they know each other? That would be sick. Well, that's some I mean, more shit we can't even get into. Definitely. And if uh, I mentioned meant to mention this earlier, but plugging yet another academic paper, because we love peer-reviewed literature, Sleep Paralysis in Brazilian Folklore and Other Cultures, a brief review by Jose F.R. de Sá and Sergio A. Motorolim. Um Again, sorry if my pronunciation is whack. Um, check it out. It's fun to learn things. For sure. Um, but for now, we hope that you enjoyed this. I did. That was a lot of fun. But for now, stay spooky and stay safe, audience. Yeah, if you would leave us a a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, feel free to do so. We would love for you to help us grow and find us on Instagram at Terror and Travel Show. May have a Twitter coming up sometime soon. We'll see. Mm -hmm. And if your hometown has an urban legend that you would love for us to cover, please hit us up. We would love to hear from you. Or if you want a worldwide phenomena such as this, we had a great time. This this has been great. And if you have any Shadow Man stories, uh, Shadow People or the Shadow Hat Man specifically, hit us up. Slide in those DMs. Yes. Oh, yeah. I do want to hear those. Until next time, stay spooky, stay safe. Don't die. Don't let the Shadow Man get you. We love you. And be wary of sleeping okay bye bye